Welcome, everyone, to the Reinventing Everything podcast, where we look at every topic, big or small, and ask ourselves, how can we make it work for us? How can we stop unnecessary pain? And how can we reinvent everything into the best version possible? I'm your host, Life Coach School Certified Coach, Jay Rush. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, guys, a quick note before you listen into this podcast. This is a recording of a client session with one of my dear clients and friends. Um, his name's Dave Richardson. He's the general manager for um, Catch Restaurant in Aspen, which is uh, the premier steakhouse. Uh, it's also a bustling business. Um, he's got a lot of responsibilities. And one of the reasons that Dave came to me, uh, we've been friends for a long time, but one of the reasons he came to me for one-on-one coaching was to sort of advance his leadership capacity. Um, and that's a lot of the work that we do here. So this conversation, I think the reason I want to share it is that Dave has become so fluent in the language when we talk about individual leadership and compassionate leadership, um, that I just like listening to him because he's able to offer back, um, and expand upon philosophies that we've worked on for over a year now, um, and put a different twist on them. And there's a lot of wisdom in it. So I want to offer that to you because sometimes, my perspective might be a little one-sided, um, but here's Dave uh, reflecting some of that back with newer insight and more in-depth uh, perspective. Thanks for listening. I mean, what you said about um, providing value and getting it in return, it, I, I know you know about times like this, but it's like it's like when you hit a plateau sometimes or you, or you hit a valley where it's like, I'm not like, I'm not getting the interest or or the, the return that I want. Right. And there's two ways to look at it. One is that is like, okay, have we given up on the idea of providing value? Right. And is that where we're, where we're getting the ebb is that the universe is no longer, no longer reciprocating or are we not recognizing where it's being reciprocated? Meaning we gave value in the expectation of the return in this form and we're getting it in a different form, and we just don't see it for what it is. Like one of the things they talked about all the time and, and um, when I was first starting my business was like, if you just show up and create value, it's not always going to translate to a paycheck. But it's going to translate to personal growth, and it's going to translate to the learning curve, and it's going to translate to making new, new networking you know, like what I, I tried to explain to, to the nurses, I was like, listen, I was like, sure, there's always going to be those guests to give you a hundred bucks every time you get a reservation. Those guests are great. But I tell you who's been most important to me in my life was the guy who every time he came in, I found a way to get him two seats at the sushi bar. And when I was on the cusp of not having a house while going through a divorce, he said, why don't you come live at my house for six months? And this is a guy who never gave me a hundred bucks. Who, who didn't even drink, but he'd come and sit at the sushi bar and I'd have great conversations with him. My investment in creating value because what I did is provide experience and hospitality and service because I, I instead of pursuing an instant gratification or a direct correlation of, of return on investment, if I, if I just do what I'm designed to do and I do it to the best of my ability, there is some reciprocal return, even if you don't see it for an extended period of time. Can I borrow this recording? I keep you anonymous if you want, but I want to put this on a podcast. Yeah. This is what you just need is fucking gold. Like knowing, knowing we both have the understanding of the same universal principle, which is that value is not always reciprocated in the same form. Yeah. It's still valuable. 
and it's still commensurate with the value we provided. Nobody gives more value to the world and gets less back. That's not the way universal physics works. Create value, you get the same amount of value back. You know, um, it always talks about like respecting the dollar, but that dollars are just, it's, it's just a, it's just an exchange of energy, you know? So like respect it, protect it, but use it. Like every dollar that he spends on a, on a manager, whether it's putting a suit on them or, um, you know, sending them to, to work at one of the other stores is an investment that there is a return on. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if you respect whatever energy you're giving out there, whether the energy is dollars or the energy is time or attention or, or conversation or effort, that as long as there is a positive intention behind what you're doing and giving and creating, it's going to come back. I mean, it's at least if you, if you approach it with that mindset, if it's not coming back for you, you just kind of have to keep moving forward with the idea of well, somewhere along the line, it's the, the, the boomerang is coming back. You know, it's like there's. Well, we're creating value on the basis of an internal motivation. I create value because the value is the byproduct of being the best version of myself. I create value because not because I want something in return. Because all, all that creates is, is discomfort, right? It creates friction. I create yeah. value because I have the capacity. And if I can, I must. When you're, when you're there, it's, it's a bottomless well. Because then your ability to create value is no longer predicated on the reward that you receive. It's the idea of, a, of it's, it's, it's an abundance theory that that there is more than there's infinite amount of time. The time doesn't have to be a constraint. The time can be something that is actually that, that I always have more than enough, that there's always more than enough dollars, that there's always more than enough snow. You know, like it's kind of this choice of if I live in a space of abundance and the world doesn't dry up. But if I decide to live in a place where I, I live in a world of scarcity, then, Oh, I never have enough time. So I'm overwhelmed. I can just never get it all done. Then you don't. What if our what if our job? What if like our whatever our karma? You know, our entire purpose was to be value creators, and that everyone has a different timeline to discovering that, and some may never. But when we reach the point where we understand that, that like our only purpose is to create value, we stop being takers and we start being givers, and it's sustainable, and it never ends. A constant reward in being a value creator. You read Ayn Rand? Yeah. <clears throat> the idea that if you take away incentive of value creation, then value creators just th- then they then they walk away. Right. Then they disengage. Yep. But I think that's kind of the flaw in the Ayn Rand theory. It's very capitalistic. And at the end of the day, like, I mean, I get it from the capitalism perspective that if you continue to take away from the creators, then the creators will stop creating. But I think it's almost kind of counterintuitive that that you can never truly disincentivize creators because creators can actually outcreate the the disincentive. Right. It, It represents a care for something greater than ourselves. We create value because we care about humankind, because we care about our existence because we we care about our um 
our ability or our capacity to create value. Like that's more my ability and my obligation to create value because I know I have the capacity is far more important than what you're going to give me for it. Yeah. I'm going to show up every day by virtue of knowing who I am and that creating value makes me happy. Not because all of a sudden somebody decided arbitrarily that my, that the value I create is either worth something or worth nothing. Yep. And that's why your managers show up for work and they're either in, intrinsically motivated or, or they're extrinsically motivated. And when you see it through that lens, it's really obvious who's what. Start getting good at identifying that because it, it shifts for people on a daily basis sometimes if they're not if they're not really in control of it philosophically. Start recognizing intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Pulling it out and see it. Or applauding it or reinforcing it. Who, who does the right thing when no one's looking and who, who only does the right thing when, when they feel like there's going to be recognition? Yeah, yeah. And how do you incentivize or encourage or teach your coach that there's greater reward in the, in the effort and the contribution than just trying to catch? I mean, it's instant gratification versus long-term satisfaction. Call it what it is. It's indicative of leadership. So there you have it. Um, I think what I love about that conversation that Dave and I had was how organically the idea of intrinsic motivation and uh, value creation came up and the philosophy behind value creation. You know, so many people struggle with this as entrepreneurs and as business leaders about creating value sort of from a, um, from a set of predetermined choices or coming up with value just sort of out of the blue and hoping that it sticks. Um, but creating value as it benefits others by looking inward and really leaning into discomfort, philosophical discomfort, physical discomfort, business discomfort, leadership, pain, um, and coming out of that with like the gems that we discover through the process, like subjecting ourselves to it so that we may bring value to the fore, um, I think is one of the things that gets missed, philosophically gets missed and doesn't get, get talked about. When we create value because it benefits others and because we can, because we get better at it, I think we're tapping into pure gold right there. And I think that gold inherently is about um, somewhat about altruism. I mean, we all want to make a living, but it's also based on um, sort of discovery and clarity of purpose. Like so many of us wander around, even if we're not into that kind of thinking, wander around wondering what we're here for um and at some point in our lives we get to a place where we're like well, is this all there is because the material world stops delivering um satisfaction and fulfillment because it's limited in the capacity in which it can but if we look inward we are unlimited we can create value and receive value in return um, in so many different variable ways that um, that it's uncalculable. And our only our only requirement is that we show up and try to be the best version of ourselves and, and offer that. 
um, to others, which I think is, is so cool. It's so revolutionary. Um, and it frees us from the construct that um, we have to rely on other people for the rewards, for the reciprocation, um, for other people's value to feel like we're um, leading a meaningful existence. So thanks for joining us today. Um, if you have any questions about this episode, for me personally, I, I just felt it was so cool to, um, to actually listen to Dave talk <laughs> more than me. Um, but I love that there's other people out there that are thinking the same things and are, are applying those within um, leadership, business, entrepreneurship, and their own personal lives. So thanks. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk soon. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Reinventing Everything podcast. Just a quick note, we're coming up on 2023. It's almost the end of the year. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about resolutions, but I hate them. And I hate them because they are flashes in the pan um, and they die almost as quickly as it took to create them. And there's no accountability or structure built into them typically. It's just an idea, it's a good idea. So instead, here's what I'm offering. I have four coaching slots available for 2023. Um, that's miraculous in its own right. Uh, I started 2022 with four full-time clients. I now have 16 full-time clients. I have room for four more. That's it for the rest of the year. If you've ever considered working with me or a one-on-one -on -one coach, um, now is the time. You get the built-in accountability, built-in structure. You get a teammate. You get somebody that actually cares. So if this interests you for 2023, message me uh, through the link in this podcast. Go to jrushcoaching.com, send me a message, or go to jrushcoaching on Instagram and send me a message there. Uh, let's set up a free discovery call. Let's figure out what your challenge is and what your goals are for 2023. Um, let's put together a plan and let's work together. Don't wait any longer. That's it. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoy yourself and take this time to relax and recharge. Mm -hmm.